0: are in. God's Word 24-7 and sports. This is Behind the Right. thank you for joining us as we take an honest look at the men and women we call officials the professionals who make it possible for us to enjoy the games we love they are the authority on the field on the courts on the diamonds and on the ice behind the stripes is here to support our officials athletic directors coaches players and fans by bringing attention to good sportsmanship strong leadership selfless teamwork and respect for others on and off the playing field now let's join our host keith Myers and his guest for today's show.
1: Well, welcome. Welcome to week 12. It's Behind the Stripes, Keith Myers, along with Brenda Hilton. If you would like to contact hey, Keith. Hi Brenda, how are you?
2: Good, how are you?
1: Good. You can contact us at Brenda at officiallyhuman.com or coach at indianasrn.org or follow us on Twitter at Indiana XRN. We're very fortunate to have Mark Maxwell. He is a high school official, does some college work as well, but mainly a high school official here in the state of Indiana. And this week, Brenda, we start scrimmage football, and uh, Mark is going to be in the, the thick of things. Hello, Mark. How are you? I'm fine. How are you
2: guys? Just fine. We are great. Hey, Mark, thanks so much for joining us today. Um this is always an exciting time of the year for everybody to kind of feel like we're getting back into a routine and everything that's been going on. Uh, um, I'm, I'm sure everybody in the state of Indiana is excited about um, games getting going and finding some sense of normalcy again. So um appreciate you taking the time today to be with us.
3: Well, I appreciate the opportunity, Brenda. And, and what, what you and, and Keith have been doing over the last 12 weeks is is absolutely fantastic for not only officials, but for student athletes as well.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So, so with that, we'll kind of get rolling here. Keith, you got anything else before I ask the first question?
1: Nope. You can take it away.
2: Awesome. So Mark, um, you know, obviously officially human is very intrigued by the the whole world of officiating and and what you men and women do on and off the court. So tell me a little bit about how you even got started being an official and how long you've been doing this.
3: Well, Brenda, I've, I've been a, a football official for 20 years. Um, I started late in life. I didn't start till I was 49. Um, I worked my last uh, football game in 2018 at the 5A state final. Um, it was time for me to, to move forward and, and let some of the younger guys take uh, the opportunity to get on the field and, and show their wares. Um, I was fortunate enough to be a part of a crew that, that worked three state finals. Uh, out of the 20 years uh, and most of those guys that uh, i've worked with over the last 15 16 years on that crew have uh, graduated up and, and went to uh, the college ranks uh, which one of them is actually a center judge in the in the mid-american conference so we we've all kind of helped each other grow and and, and get better and can help move on and, and so forth and uh, as as keith mentioned uh, i do uh, have a position with the big 10 in, in a portion of the replay, uh, at the big 10. So, um, I've stayed active, uh, from a college, but mostly a high school stand standpoint. I'm an observer now for the ISHA, um, going out and, and trying to help um, all the crews in the state of Indiana get better uh, on a regular basis, mm-hmm. uh, week in and week out. <laughs> and that seems to be, uh, uh, you know, giving back to the sport is basically, uh, the only way you're going to be able to do that. Um, I've also been fortunate. Yeah. You know as well as I do that when you give back, why? when when you get to a certain point, you've got to give back because that's what it's all about.
2: Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, one of the things that I've always loved about officiating is just how the the camaraderie around the, the different groups of officiating. I've always found football to be a little more intriguing because of the crews that, that you work in. Is that the same in at the high school ranks as it is in college that you still work in a crew?
3: Oh, absolutely. As a matter of fact, those guys are with you anywhere from uh, 14 to 16 weeks a season. Uh, Plus in the off season, you you, you have study groups and and you go to clinics and and you have meetings and so forth. And those guys actually become uh, part of your family. Um, mm-hmm. you, you learn their kids, you know their their idiosyncrasies and and uh, you know their wives and, and we, we get together on a regular basis and uh, it, it's the best brotherhood that I've ever been a part of. Uh, and And most of these guys that that I've been associated with and had the opportunity to officiate with uh, really become close brothers
1: and Brenda if yeah, you and, sure. and Brenda if you were part of Mark's crew he bought you a steak dinner after every game on Friday night that he officiated. <laughs> That's
3: great. Yeah, That's
1: great. He, he never he never asked me to be on his crew. I don't I don't understand why. <laughs> Mark as you look at officiating and you know they start uh, next uh, they start this Friday uh as <laughs> we look at this uh some rule changes have changed but tell us a little bit about Uh, the crews, what do you do on a Friday night, a normal Friday night? Now, normally it's no longer existent, but what did you normally do uh, from Wednesday through Friday to get on the field?
3: Well, uh, I I would say that most of the crews, and when I say most, I'm going to say the the crews that that really want to get, uh, they start talking usually on Monday. Usually you have a JV game on a Monday that you're working with three or four of your buddies. And then you might have some junior high games on Tuesday and Thursday that, and you're always talking football. So by Wednesday, uh, the white hat calls the school, make sure that everything's set to go, find out when, where, when we need to arrive. And then we, on the way to the, to the, um, game itself is we may go over several different things that, that we need to talk about as a crew that we need to get better. and We need to take a look at, um, if there's film available on the, on the schools that, that you're going to, uh, a lot of times one of us or maybe two of us will kind of look at some of the plays that they run to see if there's anything crazy that, that, that they run that we need to be a part of. And then once you get there, you, you basically just get into the game mode. Uh, you, you do your pregame in the, in the dressing room amongst yourselves, and then you get out on the field, you inspect the field, and, and then you're, you're meeting with the coaches and the, and the captains and, and getting ready to play.
2: Mark, one of the things that I've always um, liked about the officiating and, and try to communicate with the number of people and constituents that we talk to from an officially human standpoint is just how much time and effort goes into what you do on and off the fields. because I think people just don't realize that how much work, and, and you know this better than I do, over the past 10 years because of video and because of social media, you guys are, are studying your craft even more. And I'm glad you brought that up that, you know, you, you got this, this Monday talk and then Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then Friday game day. Um, it, I think that's important to get out to people is just how much time. Um, and nobody's complaining about the time that I know of because it, the officials that we talk to on, on a weekly, daily basis, they want to get better.
3: They do, and, and you know, it, there are times when you have to take a look in the mirror and say, you know, I'm not doing as, as well as I think I should be doing, or, or you know, somebody's, the crew members themselves point each other in the right direction. If, if something's not right with one of the crew members, that's the first thing that happens. They, they get knee-deep in it, and, and you figure it out pretty quick, uh, mm-hmm. and that's what makes you better. I, you know, our crew back in, in 2007 thought we were – God's gift to all crews. And so we had a college um, Division III officials um, administrator come and, and uh, observe us. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was pouring down rain. It was a rebuff. It was 48 to nothing at halftime. We walk in at halftime. We think we nailed it. We get done with the game. We're in the car. We're going, getting ready to go get, get something to eat and have a beer. And all of a sudden, we get a five page Synopsis of what we did wrong. Mm-hmm. So that kind of brought us back down to earth. If you don't reach out to certain people and find out where your 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 weaknesses are, there's no way that you're ever going to get get better. And you know, from a from a man in our crew, and even today uh, in our association meetings that we attend uh, on a regular mm-hmm. basis, those are the things that we point out to people too. And as an observer. That's the main focus that I can see that the observers do is the fact that they want to make it as uniform across the state of Indiana, but they also want everyone to have a good time and understand that we're never as good as we think we are. We can always get better.
1: You are listening to Behind the Stripes on Indiana SRN. Brenda Hilton, your co-host. If you want to reach out to Brenda, you can reach her at Brenda at com. And my email, coach at indiana srn.org. Follow us on Twitter at Indiana SRN. As we approach the week and the seasons, a lot of different changes. But one of the things I like is Indiana is adapting uh buddies. And so you you get to help other young officials. Uh, during those junior high games, and now you can pretty much put a guy on your crew and hide him a little bit to get him experience. Talk a little bit about that, Marcus. your crew really did that w- when you guys started officiating.
3: Well, we did, uh, and it's it's paid dividends from a standpoint that uh, some of these guys that had followed us around and, and saw how we did things, and, and we, we tried to do things as best we knew how and the way that we were taught from somebody else. And, and that's obviously giving back to the sport, but what what's really paid dividends is some of these guys that have followed us over the years have either come onto the crew or have formed their own crews, uh, which there's a shortage of, of all officials in the state of Indiana at the moment. But, but from a football standpoint, there's five guys on the crew. So if you're taking extra guys with you, you got to know that at, at some point in time, you may be called on to fill one of those gaps, and that's how you bring these new guys in. Now, with the advent of the ISHA having a uh, free licensing program for mentors, for mentees, that's helped to bring new guys in, too. It's hard to get on a crew right off the bat. It takes three or four, maybe five years of, of working the JV, the junior high level, in order for you to, to even get to the point to where somebody says, Hey, you know, you need to come and go with us and, and fill in for somebody, but, but it does hey, happen.
2: Hey, Mark, on the on that point of um, recruiting new young officials, what is the, the kind of the sweet spot of the age for, um, people that are interested in officiating football?
3: Well, Brenda, it, it really starts from, from graduation of high school until, um, uh, Whatever. I mean, the average age of the officials in the state of Indiana right now is 50.1 years. Mm -hmm. Uh, So a lot of these football crews have gotten guys that that are 50, 60, 70 years old because we don't have enough guys coming in to fill in the gaps. Mm -hmm. But from from that standpoint, uh, each association is is capable of bringing anybody in that's a high school graduate, uh, 18 years of age, uh, and just like all of us officials that, that pay our licensing fees have to pass a background check and then, then they have to take a test. Uh, but that $50 that's initially charged to those who uh, aren't new officials. Um, those are free and that's up to three sports. So you can, you can get a guy or a kid to come in, work, say football. And then, Hey, I want to work basketball or baseball or softball or, or track or whatever in the spring It allows them those free sports uh, at a no charge for the first year. And you get an association membership for free also.
1: It is approaching halftime behind the stripes. We'll be back after this. It's Indiana SRN where you're always in the game.
0: It's halftime at the Behind the Stripes podcast, powered by Indiana SRN, underwritten by the IHSAA and the Indiana Officials Association. If you would like to be a part of our sponsorship, please contact us at info at srn.org. We want to hear from you. Contact Keith Myers at coach at indianasrn.org or Brenda at brenda at officiallyhuman.com. Now let's join Keith for the second half of Behind the Stripes, powered by Indiana Do you want to hear your favorite team on indianasrn.org?
1: It's easy to do, calling all the play-by-play and colored commentary. High school sports along with youth sport, Mr. Wizard is waiting for your call. Contact him at 317-443-0052. We're ready for every touchdown, basket, and goal. Contact Mr. Wizard
0: at 317-443-0052. Becoming a licensed sports official is a great way to make a positive difference in the community and support the over 160,000 Indiana student-athletes that participate across 21 IHSAA sports. Sports officiating allows you to stay connected to the game, become a role model for our young student-athletes, earn extra money, and support the patrons and communities of our IHSAA member schools. To learn more about becoming a licensed IHSAA official, log on to IHSAA.org officials today. You're listening to Indiana SRN, God's Word
1: 24-7 and sports. Back with the second half of Behind the Stripes, Keith Myers, Brenda Hilton, and Mark Maxwell joins us. As Indiana approaches football, I know there's a lot of coaches, and Mark, you and I have talked off air a couple of times where coaches call you every day, and and now that uh, we're getting closer and closer uh, they, no one wants to jinx it, but there's a lot of different rule changes now in Indiana with the 10-yard line extension, those type of things. Talk a little bit about what Indiana has adapted, and is it? A, I, I think we're all on the same page. It's probably the best thing for the t- uh, game
3: now. Well, you know, the safety of the players is paramount, and, and that goes along with also the coaches, administrators, and us officials. Um, I don't know how they're going to handle fans in the stands, but that's really not, uh, it has nothing to do with the officials from that standpoint. Um, the, 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 ISHA through and Robert Falcons, who's the assistant commissioner there has done a masterful job trying to put together protocols and guidances for all officials so that uh, we try to remain as safe and, and um, uneventful as, as possible. And, um, uh, there has been a couple of rule changes that, that uh, we've gone over through our rules interpretation and so forth. But you know, this extension of the ten-yard lines uh, for team boxes—that that is for for uh, players in uniform only. Uh, coaches uh, and non-uniform uh, players still have to stay between the 25s. Um, the the officials are not required to. Um, have anything to do with social distancing or making sure that kids wash their hands or anything of that nature. There's enough for us to do on the field uh, that, uh, uh, that has to be handled by administration. Um, it, th- there's going to be a certain set of guidelines that, that each crew has to, to maintain when they get to these locations. And it may be something m- even more so than what the ISHAA has put out there. It may, there may be protocols from, this, from the individual schools themselves uh, that, that they're going to have to adhere to also. The White Hat, when he gets on the field, there's going to be a, a, a pregame script uh, for both uh, visiting and home coach right there together, uh, six feet apart, and they're going to go through this verbatim, uh, no deviations. Uh, there's going to be a 95-second uh, timeout situation on, on all timeouts. Uh, coaches are not allowed on the field at all except to call plays and then back off. If, in fact, you have COVID-19-related uh, illnesses, games can be officiated with a four-man crew. Uh, the ISHA has, has said that that's, we, we can still do that. Um, but obviously, it, it's hard enough with five guys, uh, with some of these, some of these uh, schools. But th- there's, there's certain guidelines that they put together uh, to try to make it a safe and, and equitable for all people.
2: So, Mark, um, just, to, so, just so I'm clear on that, you don't get the, the school guidelines until you actually get on site. You don't get those ahead of time from each individual school?
3: What, what we've done, Brenda, from, from an association standpoint, and, and, and we had, a, we had a, a meeting last night of all the, the associations, which I'm president of, to, to let everybody know that it's each uh, crew chief's responsibility to call the schools prior to going to the contest to make sure they understand completely what is required by those schools, not only from what the ISHA has set down, but what the schools are actually requiring them to do. Uh, and, and it's important that, like anything else, communication, communication, communication. The more you can talk, the more you can figure things out, uh, the better off you are.
1: And you know, Brenda. One thing about the ninety-second timeout—the one thing I like about it—is TV. We can get our TV in, and I can go get my nachos <laughs> and still make it up in time not to miss an action. So I love that. I love that ninety-second
3: timeout. I, I can't wait to be someplace. Keith, when you're there with me, <laughs> I'm in <certain>. Jersey. Well, <laughs> I I do we're doing over a hundred
1: games, Mark. So you have your you, you got a chance <laughs> to see me.
3: Well, I'm not going to work that many, but, but if there's an opportunity to go the same place you're going to rest this year, I'll be there. All right.
1: That's
2: awesome. That's awesome. Love it. Love nachos as well. Um, <laughs> try to make it down to a game and, and get some nachos with them. Um, so, Mark, this is a, this is really, really good stuff as we talk about going into the season. And um, I know that the state of Indiana has the mentor mentee program. Does that work? It, does that apply also in football?
3: Absolutely, okay. in, in all sports that, that the ISHA offers.
2: Okay. Can you can you expand on that just a tad?
3: Sure. What 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 the program is designed to do is is once the mentee is is recognized and registers with the ISHA, he he goes through the process of the background check, as I mentioned before, um, mm-hmm. he'll. Once he passes the background check, rule books are sent to him, then he's assigned a mentor out of either that association or someone in that area that can help him uh, with rule study, with casebook study, and then when he's, when he's capable of and feels confident enough to take the online uh, open book test to help guide him through that test to make sure that he passes. And you only have to have 75% uh, passing grade. Once that happens, then that mentor for the next three years will will help him uh, get assigned to games at the junior high level to the JV level and work with him to answer questions and showing the right way of doing mechanics and, and helping with game management in the whole nine yards. So it's not something that you just, okay, here's your license and, and we're done with you. Uh, at that end of the three years when he graduates, and he himself can then become a mentor to a younger official also.
2: Yeah. Um, apologies. I, pro- I probably went off script there a little bit. I um, I just think that that program is so important for listeners to hear that that exists. And, and hopefully that will attract more people to come into officiating in the state of Indiana. And then other states, as they hear it, will pick up on it. Because I, I do think that is a really important program that Indiana has put in place.
3: Well, and and that's all due to to the the hard work of of Sandra Walter, the assistant commissioner that takes care of uh, uh, the official side of uh, the officiating side of of the ISHA. She's done a a wonderful job in the last nine years of of promoting and and helping. And you know, years ago we never we never had recruitment tents. Uh, you know, it got to the point where we kept saying, well, we need to do this, we need to do that. Well, it got to the point where I got tired of listening to them saying we can't do it. Mm-hmm. And we started recruitment tents at all state finals. Uh, to, mm-hmm. to, to now, we're now last three years, we've been at each state final. Uh, it's not the best recruiting situation because they're there to see their teams, but we have picked up probably anywhere from 200 to 250 new officials by doing this.
2: Mark, yeah, I, I just think it's
3: great. Mark,
1: as we talk about uh, those things, I have a question uh, that was sent to me. and I, So I'm going to ask you, as you refereed, uh, about the delay of game uh, and the ready-for-play 42nd clock. Is that still instituted with the rule changes? And can that official reset that uh, if he feels like they need to do uh, that reset?
3: Absolutely. Uh, Indiana was a leader in the 42nd clock for high school anyway. Uh, we've been doing this now for three or four years, and um, it, it I think it's helped from a standpoint it's helped speed the game up, uh, plus it also uh, keeps your mind in the, in the game a whole lot quicker and a whole lot longer when you're an official. Uh, there is a new 42nd clock mechanic for uh, any defensive injury or a helmet coming off a defensive player. Uh, the the clock is reset at 40 seconds used to be at 25 Uh, so that's one of the new uh, rules that's that's come about and and it's going to take a little while for the clock operators not all these guys are are the type of people that do this game in and game out some of them are high school students so it's it's going to be a learning process for those people too but um, as a as a football crew you've got to do your due diligence and make sure that uh, when you go meet with that clock operator, either on the field or up in the, in the press box that uh, everyone is all on the same page.
1: You are listening to behind the stripes on Indiana SRN contact Brenda Hilton at Brenda at dot com or myself coach at Indiana SRN.org or follow us on Indiana SRN on Twitter. Brenda, it's time for the last question and it's yours.
2: Well, uh, thank you so much. This has gone so fast. Uh, I, I, these calls just go so fast, and I love to to talk to everybody in the field. I think the, the one question I would ask, Mark, is if listeners are interested or they have nieces or nephews interested, um, looking for um, a side gig to, you know, earn some money to buy their first car or something, um, what would you tell them? How, how do you, how do, should they get started?
3: They can contact the at isha, ISHA.org. Or they can contact myself uh, at mmaxwell, m a x w e l l one nine five one at att.net. I'll be happy to get their information sent to the area that they live in. Uh, in order to become a registered new official, you need an email address and a name, and we can hook you up in, in the right direction. Uh, you know, I, one nice. one other thing I want to mention to you is. There is a lot of different uh, information uh, out there on social media about schools not working, schools closed, things like that. I don't, I wouldn't believe everything you hear. Um, so if there's any question, get a hold of the local guys uh, that that are in your your area that actually are working as officials, and they can they can find out the the truth and the matter of of everything that goes on i really appreciate the opportunity for you to allow us to uh, uh to come on and, and and talk about fishing it's it's very dear to my heart um again it, it's it, it's a pleasure and an honor uh, to be an official in the state of indiana you know Great. brenda Thank you so much you
1: know brenda we go to 12 weeks uh, next week is our 13th week we're talking a little bit about basketballs patty brodick will join us next week so Folks, there's a little teaser for you. Mark uh, and his association, uh, Brendan, did a uh, two-minute video for Indiana SRN audience about key key signals that you're going to see during the games. Uh, So they have been reaching out. They've been... uh, partner for us for uh, about a year now. We really appreciate what they do. And, Brenda, I know in Illinois you're not playing football yet. I hope that's coming soon. But uh, Indiana gets ready to play football on Friday night, and we hope everything stays safe. And you then you open up the door with volleyball opens up on Saturday, and then it goes on and on and on. So hopefully uh, good things are going to happen in the future.
2: Yeah. Um, Mark, best of luck to um, your entire cruise this year, and uh, everybody stay safe.
3: Thank you, Brendan, and same to you guys. And, and, again, thank you for what you guys both do for uh, student-athletes in, in the officiating ranks down here in itself.
1: And that, wrap, sure. that wraps it up for us. We'll see you next week on Behind the Stripes on Indiana SRN, where you're always in the game.
0: Stripes, a show that supports our officials, athletic directors, coaches, players, and fans by bringing attention to good sportsmanship, strong leadership, selfless teamwork, and respect for others on and off the playing field. Thank you for listening to Behind the Stripes, powered by Indiana SRN. Do
1: you want to hear your favorite team on IndianaSRN.org? It's easy to do. I'm calling all the play by play and colored commentary. High school sports, along with U-Sport, Mr. Wizard is waiting for your call. Contact him at 317-443-0052. We're ready for every touchdown, basket, and goal. Contact Mr. Wizard 317-443-0052. You're listening to Indiana SRN, God's Word 24-7 and sports.